with WYOY in New York. I'm Chris Barlow with a look at this week's news. Our top story is the one and only vice presidential debate, which Americans unanimously agreed was one too many. Tuesday night's exchange saw cool dad Tim Kaine face off against scary dad Mike Pence, with observers agreeing that neither of them will ever take the place of their real father, Joe Biden. Americans barely tuned into the debate, making it the third least watched vice presidential debate in the last 40 years. So at least we can rest assured that most voters did not see Tim Kaine sneer and interrupt Mike Pence for 90 minutes in what was obviously an attempt to prove that the Republican Party doesn't have a monopoly on obnoxious white men. Good job, guys. Kane repeatedly called out statements made by Donald Trump, telling voters that while Mr. Trump is prone to starting unhinged Twitter wars on Miss Universe, Hillary Clinton has a plan to win the unhinged Twitter war on Miss Universe. After the debate, most observers agreed that Pence had won, using his cunning strategy of pretending he'd never heard of Donald Trump. And while many topics divided the candidates, both of them were united in their insistence on mansplaining the election to moderator Elaine Quijano. The next debate that actually matters is this Sunday, but it's a town hall-style debate, which means instead of substance, viewers will get to enjoy 90 minutes of watching regular Americans attempt to look both presidential candidates in the eye without screaming at the void they see on the other side. In international news, Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte held a press conference this week where he told President Barack Obama to, quote, go to hell, an undignified insult that shocked observers because it didn't come from a Republican candidate for public office. Duterte, who has been called the Donald Trump of the Philippines and has publicly praised Adolf Hitler's Holocaust of the Jews, made headlines last month when he called President Obama a son of a whore, which is again one of the less insulting things that have been said about our sitting two-term foreign-born Muslim terrorist president in recent years. Elsewhere overseas, Kim Kardashian was robbed at gunpoint in Paris this week, with robbers taking jewelry over $10 million in value, or approximately the cost of seven Yeezy brand t-shirts. French police are blaming the reality star's social media presence for alerting criminals to her location, and Kardashian insiders say the family is reassessing its use of social media in the wake of the robbery. That's right, the Jenner-Kardashian clan is threatening to leave social media. It's a prospect that raises the terrifying possibility that any one of us could be the criminal mastermind behind this robbery. No, really. How else would you explain the 48-hour blackout you suffered after seeing that Kylie Jenner selfie in your Instagram feed, let alone the $10 million in jewelry that's now stuffed into the back of your underwear drawer, and it's okay. No one blames you. Not even Kanye. Shh. Taking a look at tech news, another Samsung Galaxy Note 7 caught fire on a Southwest Airlines flight this week. But unlike previous incidents, this one involved a replacement device with a new battery that was specifically designed to catch fire on Spirit Airlines. A Samsung spokesperson said the company is investigating the issue and encouraging all current Note 7s to catch fire before takeoff or after landing. 
Speaking of going down in flames, the Chicago Cubs enter the MLB playoffs with the best record in baseball tonight, raising the possibility of their first World Series title since all of the continents were one supercontinent called Pangea. Sports experts say that it will be a challenge, but they're confident the Cubs will find a way to screw this up. Now time for a quick look at the weather. Hurricane Matthew is barreling down on the Florida coast as a Category 4 storm, so be sure to let the thought of other people's suffering ruin your enjoyment of this beautiful fall weekend. From New York, I'm Chris Barlow, and I'm surprised and a little disappointed that Tim Kaine hasn't interrupted me yet. But he'll have another chance to interrupt me next Friday when I return with more news here on WYOY. Oh,